The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. This is a daily podcast giving you the best conversations from around the Olympics to make sure you are prepped and ready to go ahead of the day ahead at the Winter Olympic Games right here in Beijing, China. So it's Strictly Business here today on the podcast as we've got to squeeze in two interviews. More on those in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about every gold medal that is up for grabs today. We have alpine skiing, biathlon, figure skating, short track speed skating, speed skating, ski jumping, and snowboarding. We're actually going to hear from the reigning Olympic champion in the men's slope style snowboarding, Red Gerard. But first, we're going to talk to Marme Biney. She is a junior world champion in short track speed skating from the USA. Back in 2017, she actually made history by becoming the first black woman to qualify for the US Olympic short track speed skating team. She then went to Pyeongchang 2018 as the youngest member of the team ever. Now, she was a bit disappointed with the results over there. Four years later, she's ready for Beijing 2022. And I gave her a call before the Games and started off asking her about the pressures of the last Games. Olympic Olympic Channel Channel Podcast. I guess, like, it wasn't necessarily fair to, like, just push me into, like, that, like, spotlight. And I also don't really enjoy the spotlight. Like, I just like to have, like, my own little, like, sit on the couch and just watch TV, which is literally what I was doing, like, 10 minutes before we had this call. Um, So, like, that is, like, what I enjoy. And, like, that just brings me, like, comfort. Um, And so being, like, 17 years old and, like, making the team and getting, like, like you said, like, this big title and, like, history being made. And then, like, also me doing really well, like, in previous years and even, like, previous months. Like, I just, I I think, like, it just, like, got, like, just, like, my shoulders were way too heavy. And, like, I didn't know how to, like, deal with it. And I didn't have the, the resources at that time to, like, really, like, maneuver um, what I was feeling. Cause like at that point I was just very much like, uh, Oh, she only smiles. Like she's so happy all the time, like, and very energetic, which I am. But like, I also had like this side of me where I just wanted to go home and sleep and not do anything and like, just stay in my bed all day. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely have like the right tools now in order to, um, get through that and like, like either by like shutting off like my social media or reading a book or watching TV or whatever, like even talking to my friends. So, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I read as well, and I know it's something that I found really helpful as well is like uh, meditation and breathing exercises, especially for anything like anxiety based. The breathing exercises can suddenly, there was something in my head that switched, it was like, oh, like this fear and anxiety is the yeah. same feeling yeah. if you could, as like excited. And, right, you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You just yeah. have to kind of like, it's hard. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not- no, you have to like, you have to be able to um, like use that nervous fear, anxiety, energy, and then like transfer it into like excitement and um and like joy and love and all that fun stuff and it's definitely easier said than done um but yeah no i completely understand what you mean 
the organization, my organization, uh, US Beats Gang has been a great help with like mental health and like um, helping me trying to find like a, um, a therapist and my therapist has been super great and very helpful. Um, and then giving me, and then also like giving me like the tools to do it on my own and like by myself. Cause I mean, you can see a therapist and talk to a therapist uh, however many times you want in a week, but because of like my busy schedule, like I, I could only do it once a week. Um, so like the times that I, um, like wasn't talking to her, I had to like, like go out, like do like these um things and like uh because i had like a book basically where i could like use different activities to um like basically escape the cloudiness and things like that that were going on in my brain um and yeah no it's been super helpful and even like the past like couple of weeks and or a couple of months going into world cups and stuff like that like i had a book that was meant for anxiety and like i would like use that um whenever i had an anxiety attack um yeah, and it's been good. And I also use Headspace too for when I fall asleep. Um, and that's been extremely helpful and I still use it. It's I used it last night. <laughs> I think for 2020, obviously it was a big year for the virus, but I, I wanted to talk to you about finding your voice and the Black Lives Matter movement you posted on Instagram and you've said before that you found your, your voice. I just wondered how empowering kind of that was to you and um, what kind of role model you'd like to be for other people. I think like at first, like I didn't want to like say anything just because I felt like it wasn't quote unquote my place as an athlete to say anything on like social justice matters. Um, but then like, I don't know, it just like really hit me um, when George Floyd died, like that really hit me um, extremely hard. And um, thankfully I was there with my dad, but my dad didn't want me to say anything just because he didn't want, like he wanted to protect me ultimately. And I completely understood that and respected that. But I was like, no, like, this, this is affecting me, like this is affecting you and like affecting every other black person in America and really in the world. And like, it's not fair of me who has like 20 plus thousand followers on Instagram to just like stay completely silent. Um, and so I was like, you know what? No, it is what it is. Like if I get hate, if I get um, like whatever, then they should not be following me in any capacity. Um, and I don't mind losing followers. Um, so I said something and I just got so much love and so much like concern and like, it felt really good. Cause I was just like, there are people out there that really do care and like really do want to make a difference, whether you're, whether they were black or white or Hispanic or Asian. Um, and yeah, no, that, um, that moment felt really good. And then at that point I was like, okay, now that I'm like getting like good feedback and like good, like, I guess like headway, I'll, um, I'll like continue to do that. And like, I have been, and lately hasn't really been much about, um, like social justice issues. It's just been more a little bit about like mental health and like how to like get yourself out of, um, like the little hole that you're in. Cause I've experienced that. Um, and so, yeah, I just like use my voice on really like whatever I feel like I need to use my voice on. And, um, like I said, it was black lives matter and it still is black lives matter but now it's like more towards like mental health and um just being like content with yourself and being happy with whatever stage you are in in your life right now <laughs> olympic channel podcast
So Red Gerard is an Olympic champion snowboarder from the USA who exploded onto the slope style and big air scene just before the last Winter Olympics in South Korea back in 2018. He took gold in the slope style event in those Olympics after he'd overslept and misplaced his jacket from the night before, you know, standard. He's still only 21, but he's now matured into one of the leaders of the US team here at Beijing 2022. Olympic Channel Podcast. When I was younger, I really just didn't care for podiums. I didn't really care how I did. As long as I was in the contest, I was pretty happy. And I I was like that. Now it's more like I, I personally would, I kind of want to be on the podium. You know, I think after the Olympics and after having some of my smaller successes back in, you know, four years ago, three years ago, I, I found that I actually really like to do good at contests and I really enjoy making it on the podium and putting together these runs that I've never done before is pretty exciting for me. So I think now, you know, like what I want on snowboarding is like, especially going into the Olympics, the Olympics brings such a different eye and, you know, it brings the whole world together. So I, first and foremost, I would like to try to, um, you know, get younger kids and get the youth more into snowboarding, most of all. But also I've just found this, like, I guess this, uh, I don't know how to explain, but like new love for contests where I, I want to do good and I want to be on the podium. And I guess I found that that new energy in me for, you know, a new new side or a new chapter to contest nobody. I think it makes me more excited, to be honest. I don't even know, like, I haven't really been thinking about the pressure too much. I've been definitely taking the whole Olympic this year, um, the Olympic drive or whatever pretty day by day and not thinking about the Olympics at all. But honestly, it just feels like every contest that I've been going to lately, I'm excited to compete and like, I'm excited to put together these runs. Like I just really want to do it instead of like it being forced and like having pressure from other people. It just feels like I want to be here and I want to show people like who I am, I guess, in a sense. Olympic Channel Podcast. Both the Marmite Biney and Reg Arard extended length interviews are back in our podcast feed. Please go and check those out. But that is it for now. Stay safe, stronger together, and we'll see you very soon. Think like an Olympian. Olympian.